And that's why David knew he could face Goliath because the giant on his side was bigger than the giant on their side. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Our guest today is going to share with us how to face, fight, and finish our spiritual battles. And don't we all need that as believers? We're going to talk to him in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about a new app we have here at Charisma Media to serve you even better. Now, many of you might read Charisma Magazine in print, but maybe you'd also like to listen to it. You can do that now by going to charismamediaaudio.com. Be sure to check it out there. There's a 10-day free trial for you to participate in and just see how you like it. So that's charismamediaaudio.com. Dr. John Polis is with us today from the beautiful state of West Virginia. He is an author. He is founder of Revival Fellowship International, and he also works with the International Coalition of Apostolic Leaders and the Faith Church Network. So he has uh, lots of responsibilities, but we welcome you today, Dr. Polis, to talk about your book, Victorious. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, tell us today, why did you write this book, Victorious? And once again, the subtitle I love, How to Face, Fight, and Finish Your Battles. Probably because I've had a lot of battles in my 69 <laughs> years and uh, as, a, as a person, uh, physical battles uh, in ministry, spiritual battles, uh, emotional battles, financial battles, mental battles, all of them. But the verse in Isaiah 54, 17, I've, I've found to be true where God promised that no weapon formed against us would prosper. Uh, the, the Bible promises us a couple of things. It promises us that weapons will be formed against us. Satan will plan his, his attack on our lives, but that uh, even if he starts a battle, we're the ones who can finish the battle because our weapons are greater than his. Now that's that's why as pastoring for 40 years since 1980 I want to see people live victoriously and uh the Bible teaches us how to do it. Yes, and so many Christians don't live victoriously, do they? They just kind of trudge along in their spiritual lives and you know, go to church and sometimes what they hear in church doesn't make an impact on their lives. This is true. Mm. Well, you know, uh First of all, in order to in order to win the battles of life, we have to do what King David did in First Samuel 17. He had to face the battle, and the reason we have to face the battle is because we can't escape the battle. Jesus said, "In this world, you will have tribulation; you will have troubles." The Scripture said, "Many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us from them all." So, a lot of people have chosen to ignore the problem or blame the problem or hide from the problem, but the, the problem is that the problem won't go away. Uh, so we have, we have to face the battle. And then of course, uh, we, we have reasons to face the battle victoriously. Like again, like King David, he said, uh, the, the, the Bible says, uh, Saul said to him, uh, you know, let no man's heart fail you because of the giant. And your servant, David said, your servant will go out and fight with this Philistine. And then Saul said, go and the Lord be with you. 
That's the reason we can fight our battles, because we know we're not fighting them alone. We have a helper. God's on our side. God is, is with us. And the Bible teaches three dimensions of our relationship with God that every Christian who wants to win the battles of life needs to understand. And they're all very different. First one is God in us. Uh, God in us is what happens when we're born again and become a new creation. God for us is what God did on our behalf in the substitutionary work of Christ on the cross where he was made sin for us and bore the curse for us, all that he did for us, and then what he did in us when we were born again. But when the Bible says God is with us, that's a total different dimension. The Bible said uh, concerning Jesus that he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. When the Bible says God's with us, it's talking about the manifested power and presence of God that is at work in our life. And that's why David knew he could face Goliath, because the giant on his side was bigger than the giant on their side. That He, he knew that God was with him, whether God's power was working through his life. Mm-hmm. Now, since you mentioned David, um, you know, as Christians, we have to put on the armor of God. And David tried on Saul's armor. It didn't exactly fit well. But uh, right. tell us, what does the shield of faith do for us as believers? Well, the shield uh, in for the Roman soldier covered their whole body. It wasn't just like a, what we see typically in a movie. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it covered their whole body, and uh, it, it, it provides total protection. The Bible says that the shield of faith can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So the word fiery means inflamed with grief, anger, and lust. That's Satan's attitude towards you. He's he's on fire to destroy, steal, kill, and destroy your life. But the, the, the shield of faith can protect us from all the fiery darts. There again, no weapon formed against could prosper. And the shield of faith is actually the words of our mouth. It, it's what we're speaking, what we believe and speak and act upon. Your words become the shield of faith that can quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. So uh, God's word cannot be overcome. There's nothing more powerful than God's word. And as we learn to renew our mind to the scripture, believe it with our hearts, speak it with our mouth and act upon it, then we are, we are totally protected by the shield of faith and no weapon formed against us can prosper. I've had three heart attacks in my lifetime, Hmm. uh, probably because when I was a child, I had rheumatic fever and a heart murmur and, and then before I became a Christian, after I got out of the military in 1970, I got on drugs and alcohol for four years and was a speed freak. That mm. didn't help my heart. No, I don't then I got in. <laughs> then, I, then I got in ministry, and the stress of pastoring <laughs> was, was probably <laughs> the, wor- the worst prop thing my heart had to endure. But, uh, you know, I, I ended up having three heart attacks uh, over a period of time, and, and God healed me from every one of them without the aid of, of a doctor of medicine because one time I was in Romania in the Transylvanian Alps and there wasn't any place anywhere to go to get help. Oh, wow. And God showed up. That, that happened three times to me. And so like David, David learned to, to kill his giant, to, to win his battles by fighting battles. He fought the lion first. He fought the bear first. And this is why we need to not run from our battles because God will allow us to face battles for a very important reason. We don't know if there's a giant in our future, but God does. And if we're unprepared for that day, for example, 
a lot of people are dying with cancer nowadays, and we know there's many reasons, but environmentally, they say, for cancer, and of course, biologically, and, and, and generational curses, and all the different reasons. But if people don't learn to handle minor ailments, they won't be able to handle a serious ailment, and then they certainly won't be able to handle a terminal ailment when it comes. And so that's why sometimes God, God lets us fight that cold. He, he may let us fight some, some other serious ailment that's not life-threatening because we need to dr- develop our faith and get the victory over the smaller things so that when we face the, the giant, there's real impossible odds, which Goliath was an impossible odd, humanly speaking, we can still overcome that impossible odd through faith in God. But God has to allow us, and like not just David, but like uh, Moses, Moses fought the same battle 10 times in a row. And one day I asked God, and it's in my book, I said, Lord, what, why did you not like Pharaoh? You, you were really picking on Pharaoh here and making him harden his heart every time. He said, John, it was nothing about Pharaoh. It was about servant, my servant Moses. I was preparing him for what he was going to face in the future by letting him face that battle 10 times over, 10 is the number of testing. Well, his faith finally got to the place where Hebrews tells us that he no longer feared the wrath of the king. He, he was no longer afraid of Pharaoh. And he, he, was, he endured because he could see what was invisible. You know, as we, as we face the battles in life, fear leaves our life. You know, once you win a fight, then you don't, you're not afraid of it anymore. You win the next one. You're not afraid of that one. So we have to face our battle and, and know that with, because God's for us and God's in us and with us, that we can overcome it. And when we do, we no longer fear it. And the more battles we win, the less fear we have in our life. And we can live the life totally without fear, like Moses did. And he got to that place where he was, the Bible said, when Moses had come to years. And I like to think about that as his spiritual maturity, not just his biological age. When he came to years spiritually, when he was mature enough, when he got to that place where he no longer feared, and he, he lived by faith, not by sight. He endured seeing him who was invisible. The Bible tells us that, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18, while we look not at the things seen, the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are temporal, subject to change, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So fighting our battles enables us to overcome the fears that are latent in our lives. Like the Bible said, King David said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. A lot of us have a lot of fears, learned fears, inherited fears, whatever. And those fears can only be overcome by facing them. And your faith grows when it displaces the fears in your life. And we get to that place where you're no longer looking at the natural. You're not fearing what's in the natural anymore. You see in the invisible realm. The eye of faith is fully functioning and clear. You see the victory. You see the outcome through the lens of God's word. And you can face and overcome anything in your life. My wife faced and overcome an ovarian cancer with, with no chemo or anything. Uh, my son, Sam, who's 45 years old, had 60-some planters worth on his feet. And the doctors had done, uh, the planters had taken off big chunks at the bottom of his feet. And those things kept growing back. And the doctor told him, he said, the next step is to give you a chemo that will probably sterilize you. And as a young man, you might want to think about that if you want to get married. And God spoke to me and said, tell Sammy he has new skin, like the skin of a baby on his feet. 
Well, Sam had 62 warts on his feet at that moment, but God called those things that be not as though they were. And I spoke that to Sam over a period of three months. I called him every week. And I said, you have new skin, like the skin of a baby on your feet. Well, he called his mother one Saturday morning, said, Mom, I, I got up this morning. I only had two warts on the bottom of my feet. The next day, he called her back and said, Mom, I got up. I have no warts. I got skin like the skin of a baby. Uh, that's been over 15 years ago and never has a plan of work return. We have seen so many miracles through faith, but we have to realize that faith has to grow, and it grows by facing our battles and fighting them with the weapons God has given us and then finishing the battle, which is another subject. Now, you know something about a battle because you're a Marine and you've been in mm-hmm. the Vietnam War, right? So, And I've got a Purple Heart. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we thank you for your service, for sure. But You're welcome. And as you think about your experience in the war, how does that relate mm-hmm. to the spiritual warfare that we all endure? Well, you know, when you're in a battle, nobody else can fight it for you. You have to face the enemy yourself because the other guys are fighting to stay alive themselves. And so you have to realize if I don't win this battle, then <laughs> the enemy's going to win it. There's no gray area, no place in between. So you rise up and you face the fight. And that's what we have to do as Christians. The thing about it is in in the military, in fact, in fact our great American military, we know we are superior to have superior weapons. We've been trained superior we have the most elite military in the world and typically when we go into a battle we don't go into a battle afraid because we believe in ourselves and we believe our weapons are superior our training is superior and we're going to win this fight so that's that's how you apply it thank god for being a marine and going through the war because it's helped me to be a better christian and a better pastor for for god's people that's that's how you can relate it mm-hmm well, you've certainly learned to live from faith to faith in your own life. Well, would you like to pray for our listeners that we would increase in our own faith? Love to. Father, thank you that you are the God of hope. You're the God of faith, the God of love. I pray for all the listeners today that you'll give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus, that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, Father God, that they will fully comprehend who they are in Christ and who Christ is in them, and that the spirit of faith will displace the spirit of fear in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, is there a website people can reach out to you on through uh, to learn about your book, Victorious, and your ministry? Yes, ma'am. There's, there's actually several, but johnpolis.com. johnpolis.com is my, is my store where all of my products are available. Uh, I also have an app where they can listen to all of my messages free, watch our TV programs, and that can be found in the App Store at Faith Church International. Faith Church I-N-T It's the name of our church. And so they can get my app and have access to everything we have right there. Excellent. So it's johnpolis.com, J-O-H-N-P-O-L-I-S. And yes, faith, all lowercase. faith Church, I-N-T, if they want to go and get your app. That's excellent. That's correct. Well, thank yes, you ma'am. so much, uh, Dr. Polis, for being with us today to discuss the life of faith. And uh, this is something that we all need to excel in and grow in. So we thank you for sharing your experience. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. 
I'm Chris Johnson, and we're glad you listeners enjoyed this episode of Charisma Connection. Be sure to check out our other shows on our growing Charisma Podcast Network. And if you go to cpnshows.com and you look on the upper right, you'll see Charisma Audio, where you can listen in the spirit today. That's cpnshows.com or charismamediaaudio.com. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.